1966, Ellen Pfister was living in Mississippi. She'd just graduated from law school and been admitted to the bar. But before she'd begun to practice law, her father passed away, and she decided to come home to the family place in Montana, on the southern edge of the Bull Mountains. Ellen's father had retired from ranching and sold his cows, but Ellen used her savings to get back into the cattle business. It wasn't long before she'd reestablished a herd that flourished in this arid but productive landscape of open grassland, sloping up through Ponderosa forests to the rocky ridges above. But cattlemen are not the only ones who've seen potential in this country over the years. I own a ranch about 20 miles north of Shepherd that incorporates part of Dunn Mountain, which is the site of a longwall mine uh, where Signal Peak Energy is extracting the coal. Longwall refers to a type of underground mining in which coal is mined in a single slice, usually about a yard thick. The block of coal being mined is called a panel, and the panels can be a couple miles long and 400 yards or so wide. As the miners remove the coal from the face of the panel, the overlying rock collapses into the void behind. In many ways, this is an efficient technique, but that efficiency comes at a cost. They get 85% of the coal deposit out, and the only thing that is left behind are the necessary uh, pillars to protect their men and their equipment while they're taking the coal in and out, and eventually the pillars will collapse. So the land is dropped 7 to 10 feet, and it results in some interesting effects. And you're being sarcastic. I'm being polite. I don't really like the effects, but I'm being polite. Ellen is referring to what's called subsidence. That's a dramatic sinking or collapsing or cracking of the surface of the land that can extend for hundreds of yards. Sometimes it's a little hard to tell when the damages have occurred and, and exactly what they are. Um, subsidence is the predictable effect of that kind of mining, but exactly how the subsidence expresses itself is not predictable. Um, last year, we had a crack open up at the beginning of a panel uh, that was a quarter of a mile wide, and in places it was at least 23 feet deep, and it needed repair immediately. It also caused sloughing on the top of the mountain. By law, the mining companies are required to repair the damage, but that's not always possible. Too often, Ellen says, the reclamation is only cosmetic. They take the little politicians down to tour the reclamation, and they come back and they say, oh, it's wonderful. Well, they've seen the paint on the corpse, but they don't realize that it takes a little more than paint to bring a corpse back to life, if it can be done. Um, some, some of us kind of wonder if it can be done. I'm not sure. But um, you have to try. Ellen says she's reconciled to the presence of coal mining in her area, and she knows the mines will be there for the foreseeable future. But she says she feels strongly that the impact of longwall mining on the landscape could be lessened significantly. The thing about it is all of these coal mining areas are somebody else's home. They're not an industry. So anyone who lives in an area where there is coal mining is also... Uh, having their home invaded and it's just kind of 
hard to accommodate yourself to their way of doing things. And believe me, they do have a way of doing things. The thing of it is, uh, all the regulators, all the politicians, they get to quit and go home. We don't. You've been listening to Ellen Fister on her ranch in the Bull Mountains. Mountain West Voices is produced in association with the O'Connor Center for the Rocky Mountain West, a regional studies and public education program of the University of Montana. Additional support was provided by the Greater Montana Foundation. To hear more stories from around the Rocky Mountain West, go to mountainwestnews.org. I'm Clay Scott.